Welcome to Marketing Builder, the show where you'll get lots of little bricks of marketing advice to help you build up your marketing and your business. Drawing on over 20 years of marketing experience, your host, Daniel Oyston, will dive into a topic and provide you with short, sharp, and to-the-point marketing advice that you can apply to your marketing straight away. Welcome to Marketing Builder. Let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, legends. Pumped to have you joining me for this episode of Marketing Builder. I hope you're crushing it right now with your marketing, but if not, don't stress because in this episode, I'm going to talk about how you can create some amazing leave-behinds from your sales meetings to help your marketing. So if you're an organization that engages in some sort of sales process, so irrespective of whether you are B2B or B2C, so business to business or business to consumer, but this is probably best aligned to semi-complex and complex buying processes, i.e. it takes a little bit of effort and nurturing to make a sale, then a leave behind could add an extra dimension to your sales process and help you get the sale. So what is a leave behind? Well, it's something to end a meeting on, a little gift, something for the prospect to remember you by. Maybe even make them feel really nice, a bit special because you gave them a gift. So to stand out in their mind, particularly important if they're speaking to multiple people who might be able to solve their problems, so multiple vendors. Now, if you Google ideas for leave-behinds or best leave-behinds, then you'll get some super boring ideas like brochures and some really weird stuff like lip gloss balls, whatever they are. Then at the other end of the spectrum is a great lead magnet, which could also double as a leave behind. So maybe think something like writing a book. A lot of consultants do that. They write a book as a way to position themselves as an authority in their industry. And often they'll use a book as a lead magnet, i.e., get my free book, but it also does make an amazing leave behind. It gives so much presence when you pop it down on the table, a proper book. While writing a book is a great marketing tactic, it also takes a hell of a lot of effort. While most of the ideas I found online were branded promotional products like coffee cups and pens and water bottles, etc., which are totally cool, I did find some really good ideas for leave behinds. However, you really do need to tailor something to your target audience and their needs, wants and problems, either in their jobs or in their personal lives. But how do you do that? Well, as I've spoken about before, understanding your target audience is step one in any good marketing approach. We document that understanding as buyer personas because it helps put them at the center of all we do. And part of that is understanding what challenges, interests, hopes, desires, obstacles, problems and wants that they have as a consumer. As such, I wanted to share a little story with you from when I co-founded a tech startup with some friends. It was called Sponserve, and we offered sponsorship management software for people like sports teams, brands, venues, charities, those sorts of organizations that take sponsorship from brands. And we would tread the usual path of generating leads and then nurturing them into demos before trying to close the sale. Pretty straightforward stuff. How often the demos were face-to-face. And as we all know, the meeting ends with a, okay, well, we'll send some follow-up notes and an email and we'll be in touch. It's all a bit awkward really as you're standing up from the table. The thing was, with our target audience, we knew their challenges deeply. For rights holders, so those are the people who are selling sponsorships. So think like sports teams, venues, or charities. One of the big challenges was their ability to align their benefits to 
sponsor objectives. So what that means is they have a whole bunch of stuff, the benefits, the things that they can offer sponsors, like logos on things or signage or player appearances or tickets or naming rights, whatever it might be. There's loads and loads of them. On the other hand, the sponsor, the brand, the business, they have objectives, marketing objectives, the things that they want to achieve in their marketing that they're hoping sponsorship can help with. Now, a good sponsorship manager will offer benefits that they know will help the sponsor achieve their marketing objectives. But not a lot of people know how to do that easily or well or skillfully. But getting it right and doing it skillfully will improve the chances of selling sponsorship. So what we did was we wrote an ebook that helped them do exactly that. We wrote a step-by-step guide to aligning benefits to sponsor objectives. We had it as an ebook and we ran LinkedIn ads and gated it behind a download form for people to access. Now, you might be thinking that what we did was print some hard copies of that ebook to give to people at the end of demo meetings. Not quite. Although, if you did have a good ebook, then a nice printed version would actually be a great option for a leave behind. But what we did, I'll explain that after the break. While Marketing Builder is the name of this podcast, it's also the name of an awesome product that can help you sort through all the fluff of marketing advice out there and focus on the important stuff. Marketing Builder is a card-based system supplemented by online video lessons that walks you through, step-by-step, the most important things in a marketing plan, such as buyer personas, pipeline analysis, objectives, strategy, goals, budgets, and the fun and sexy stuff, the marketing tactics. And there's over a hundred of them for you to consider using. The card sorting process results in a visual representation of your marketing, where you can easily see how people will engage with your marketing as they move from awareness through to a customer or client. Whether you're a small business owner trying to develop a marketing plan that you can actually use and are confident in on that very limited budget, or a seasoned marketer wanting others in your organization to have real buy-in and engagement with your marketing, then Marketing Builder is perfect for you. Visit marketingbuilder.net for more information. Now, the reason you're listening. Let's head back to the show. As I mentioned before, we wrote a step-by-step guide to aligning benefits to sponsor objectives. And we had it as an ebook, and we ran LinkedIn ads and we gated it behind a download form on our website for people to access. So we were capturing leads and details and they were going into our database. We had loads of downloads. So we knew it hit the spot. Now, You might be thinking, as I said before, that we printed some hard copies to give to people at the end of demo meetings. No, but as I said, if you do have a good ebook, then a nice printed version would actually make a great leave behind option for some of your sales meetings. Instead, we developed a supplementary card-based system for people to use. And when I say card-based, I mean like playing cards, like in a nice sturdy case. The way the cards would work is that all of the marketing objectives had a card. So there was a card for brand awareness and brand positioning, generating sales, generating leads, relationship building, building an audience, networking, and community engagement. For those of you paying attention, those marketing objectives will sound familiar. So what the sponsorship manager would do is chat to the brand and find out what their objectives were for a sponsorship. What were their marketing objectives and goals that they were trying to achieve through a sponsorship? And then they'd pull out those cards and place them on the table and give visibility 
as talking points. And next, they would then sort out the remaining cards, which were all labelled with common benefits. So there was a card for hospitality, a card for tickets, a card for signage, naming rights, merchandise, so on and so on. Each of those benefit cards were also coded and marked with symbols that aligned to the objective that they could help achieve. So for example, signage, the signage benefit card, would be coded and aligned to be able to help with brand awareness and hospitality would be coded and aligned with relationship building and networking. And so the idea was that both looked at the benefit cards and had a discussion, the ones that were aligned to the agreed objectives and have a chat about how those benefits might be used and then they'd make a decision on whether they may be a good idea in a sponsorship package or not. The result was a group of benefit cards that were aligned to the known objectives of the sponsor and which the rights holder knew that that sponsor would be able to use and the sponsor could see themselves using those in the sponsorship arrangement. The next steps, the rights holder would go away and tailor a sponsorship proposal that in fairness, the brand had helped create and sell to themselves. So it was actually less of a sell. It was a bit more of an exploration process to get to an agreed point where both parties were happy. So that's what we built as our marketing leave behind, the card deck. And at the end of meetings, our sales demos, we'd say, so we've got a little present for you. And we whip them out and we just do a really quick demo to show how we would use them. And then we put them back in the box and we'd slide them across the table. People absolutely love them. And they were stunned that we were just giving them something so good for free. People were really appreciative of that gesture. For everyone else, I think we sold them for about $45, $55. To be fair to us, it was a revolutionary idea. It was very good, and the beauty lied in the simplicity of solving a common and complex problem. I don't mind saying that. It was a cracking idea. One of the reasons we knew they were so good and was such a good idea was that we'd often get contacted by people where someone had left the organization where we'd given them a pack of cards and they'd taken those cards with them or that person was leaving an organization they wanted to take a deck to their next role. So we really did know that we hit the spot there with a cracking product. And that's what makes an amazing leave behind. Not just something that solves a problem and aligns with the target audience, but something that they hold on to for a long time. So while some run-of-the-mill promo items absolutely can make great leave-behinds, maybe, just maybe, if you spend some time figuring out a way to solve a problem or overcome a challenge or just generally make your target audience's lives easier, your leave-behind will have a greater and longer-lasting impression. And that's about all we have time for in this episode. If you loved it, good. Make sure you don't miss the next one and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever it is you listen to your podcast. I'd also love to hear from you on what marketing you're crushing. Maybe you're stuck at the moment, you've got a tough little project that you're working on, or you have a question you want to ask me, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search for Daniel Oyston, O-Y-S-T-O-N, or follow Marketing Builder on Facebook, or Instagram, just search for Marketing Builder or the handle MKTBLD. Until next time, may your marketing be awesome and I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Marketing Builder. This show was developed, hosted and produced by Daniel Oyston from Content Grasshopper, the creator of Marketing Builder. Marketing Builder is the easy-to-use, step-by-step card-sorting system for cutting through all the marketing fluff out there and to help you build a marketing plan you are actually on board with. For more information, visit marketingbuilder.net or contentgrasshopper.com.au. 
Thanks for listening.